Oh my god. What? Jen. What? We're doing an episode of My Name is Weezer. We are? Right now. Do we even do that anymore? I not really. But here it is. Wow. Welcome to My Name, name is Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> you made me go back. <laughs> I yep. moved on to the Z, and I was like, "No, we nope. have we have to go back." Now you're just talking about weezers, or weezers, Um, yes, I I uh, stalled for a second because we used to always say uh, what episode, right? Of Weez of my name is Weezer. Oh, I don't. We used know to know like ep- episode numbers. I don't know. I would guess like twenty seven. So whether whether it's not welcome to episode twenty seven of my name is Weezer. <laughs> If somehow you've already listened to episode 27, nope, this one's different. This is it. This is different. <laughs> this is episode 27. Um, Because, Jen, why are, why are we reconvening? It's been a long time since we've done one so of these. So long since the last album came out, which was last year. Yeah. So it's been over a year. Since, uh, yeah. Just yeah, about. Just about a year since since we recorded a My Name is Weezer. Um, but a lot of little things have happened. A lot of little things. Teeny tiny ones. Like itty bitty That's ones. so small. Um, like Weezer having their biggest hit ever. Which in- isn't even their hit. Well, I mean, it's their recording. It's fine. They, <laughs> they covered Africa. Yes. Toto's Africa. Toto's Africa. Which we're going to talk about. Right, but we're not talking about it yet. No. I have a numbered list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Unlike It's well, so many little things that I needed a, number li- a numbered list of all the things we were talking about and what order we were going to talk about them in. That's right. So what are we talking? What are we talking about? Well, first of all, Jen. Yes, Patrick. You and I only see each other when we record this podcast. Yeah, it's been so long. It's been a real long time. Welcome to my home. Wow, it's so different. You have a new chair and a new shelf. Yeah, I mean, I those are actual you, new things that have <laughs> yes. are in your house since I've been here last. The chair again is is not new. It normally hides in the bedroom. Sure, sure, sure. I don't go into your bedroom that often. I invited you into my bedroom today. Well, yes, because you got a new bed. Yeah, it's, another new thing. It since seems I've been like last. I've got a lot of new stuff. Are you just like having a little refresh? I'm just like a, you know, I'm a nester, <laughs> right? I like I find a I find a place where I am comfortable and I want to be more comfortable. And you're succeeding, I think. Thank you, thank you. I think so too. How's Kirby, your dog? Kirby, my dog is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. I took her on a walk before I came over here. Mm-hmm. She's still small. She's still small. Okay, good. Um, I thought about offering to bring her over, and then I decided I didn't want to deal with the hassle of that. <laughs> I think that's good. Kirby, Kirby's been present for this podcast. Yeah, a number of times. I think she was, in fact. In the room when we recorded the last one about a year ago. I mean, that makes sense. She has been on more recordings of My Name is Weezer than anyone but you and I. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, remember when she threw up during one of the shows? <laughs> I had forgotten about that. She uh, did. She yep. did do that. I have, We had to stop yeah, so we, I could clean it up. We should have gotten it on mic. No. We should have been like, Kirby, uh, can you do a couple more? Can we, get want- one, can we get one clean? <laughs> she usually does barf twice when she barfs. That's interesting. So we might have gotten a clean one after the first one. Um, do when's the last time you vomited? Um, if this is too personal of a question, you don't. No, you don't I'm, have to share. it's not. It's not even personal. I'm just trying to remember because I stopped drinking beer mm-hmm. because it, it made me sick. sick. Uh, 
Although I did drink beer recently, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, vom- I didn't vomit that time. I just had other effects. Does it um, does it make you uh, tummy sick or head sick? Tummy sick. Oh, I, all tummy sick. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Alcohol in general, not head sick. All tummy sick. All tummy, all tummy sick for you. Yep. When I get uh, like sick from, I mean, uh, the different from like drinking a, a ton, uh, but like when I get sick from uh, drinking like wine or something, it's usually head first where where i start to get interesting sick. yeah no for me all all alcohol sick is tummy sick so it's been I, a while I, since you vomited I think it's been a while since i vomited because i've been trying to actively take care of myself to the <laughs> point where i'm not vomiting <laughs> isn't that weird that we go through like a period of our lives where we're like eh, i vomit kind of a lot and it's okay yeah well and i i went through a few periods in my uh like 20s i guess where it was like I would drink two drinks and barf. Like I would wow. barf almost every time I drank. Wow. I stopped drinking for like six months in college because, because of that. it makes you vomit. And then I, I picked it back up at, with more caution. <laughs> <laughs> but like two drinks is pretty cautious. <laughs> two, two drinks is way cautious. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I, I had to learn a lot about myself and my limits. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to learn a lot about myself and my limits. What I've learned, though, is that when you get older... Like like older older like yeah. in your fifties and sixties, mm. um, and you're not practiced in knowing your limits anymore. You may oh, you may blow past your limits and be old at the same time. Yep, mm, that's no good. Yep. Um. So speaking of our limits and our limits in re-drinking, uh huh. We went to recently a bar. A bar. <laughs> In Fullerton. It, yes, that's right. In Fullerton, California. Which had you ever been to Fullerton, California before, Jen? Yes, I had actually. I had not. Wow. It, it's been a long time since I went mm-hmm. there. My grandparents lived there when I was very little. That makes sense. I took my first steps in Fullerton, California. <laughs> <laughs> Just when we were there a couple weeks ago, right? <laughs> yeah, I had never walked <laughs> You've before. Been crawling around yep. on the ground before. Uh, no, we went because we uh, were going to see our good buddies Weezerton, yes. the uh, tribute Weezer tribute band, who does a good job, and we like them. We like them a lot. We like them a lot, both as human beings and because they rock pretty hard. This is right. This is we. They rock really hard, and they're good guys. And one of my favorite things about going to a Weezerton show, and I've probably said this before on this podcast, um, is that they play things that Weezer would never play in concert. That's right. So what what. What did uh, Weezerton play this time that you were like, Weezer would never play that? They played Photograph. I like Photograph. You like Photograph? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, that, that, that strikes me as every time you and I like revisit Green yeah. or like think about Green, like more and more we're like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. But the problem is that like if, you, if I listen to really any of the songs off of Green as a one-off, yeah. except for Island in the Sun... Right, which as we which know, which is gonna make me vomit, makes you vomit, and you've so got I such do. a good streak. I've going got a great right streak now. going. Not gonna listen to that song. Right. Um. Then I'm. It, I find it enjoyable because it's like a green is a formative part of my childhood and youth. Yeah. Well, and is a as we've talked about uh, on episode four, maybe of this <laughs> podcast. Sure. Um, or maybe five. Uh, I don't it, know. We talked about a lot of ancillary shit in the beginning. We sure did. I like. I don't think our first episode even talks about blue. Yeah, it does. Does it? Definitely. We do kitchen tapes and then blue. Same. Same episode. Same think, episode. Yeah. Look, we well, we are learned scholars about Weezer. We are not that good at my name is Weezer. <laughs> there needs <laughs> no. to be a separate podcast. I'm not saying you and I need to do it. 
that is a just about just about our <laughs> podcast. Yes, that's right. The problem with that though is that I couldn't do that. No, well, because I don't really because you don't listen, listen to, podcasts, to podcasts, so you couldn't listen to the source material to talk about it. No, but you lived especially because our podcasts are very long. Our podcasts are too long. They're too long for me to listen. And to. this one's going to be too long too. I've learned recently that my tolerance for podcasts has gone up a little bit. I can take a snackable podcast. It's like 20, 30 minutes. That's nice. Yeah, I still don't listen to them regularly or all the way through without getting bored. <laughs> I mean. Or falling asleep? Yeah. <laughs> so we went to, what was the name of this bar? Slide Bar. The Slide Bar in Fullerton, California. In to a really kind of cool little, like, strip mall thing? Yeah. I mean, it was it was almost more parking lot than it was strip mall. It was a lot of parking it lot. It was so much a parking lot. A very full parking lot. That's why they call it Fullerton. <laughs> I see. It was a very full parking lot, um, and it took us a little while to find parking. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I just remembered one of the saga. Sorry, you were going to say a thing. No. <laughs> but you just remembered something that made you I exclaim, interrupt me to exclaim, oh, my God. So we well, have to go with what so you when were. We, when we were trying to find a parking spot, yes. I pull into this parking garage yes. that seemed like a very normal, very functional parking garage. Right. I get to the end of the road cars. And the garage just stopped. It just stopped. There's just a there dead end. There was nowhere end. to turn. And no warning. No. Right? It just stopped. It, it looked like a full-fledged three-story parking garage. Yeah. And we, we go down <laughs> one lane, and it's, and it's just gone. It's just, it's just, you couldn't drive anymore. <laughs> to the point where I think I gasped in the car. <laughs> I think that's right. You, me, and Ryan Mogi, who came with us, yes. uh, none of us knew what to do. It no. was confusing. <laughs> I stopped, and I, we had to sit there for a minute. Yeah. And then I turned around and we found a parking spot, but that was a... Well, not before leaving the parking garage. No, we garage. had to leave that we, thing. We had to say, this thing is too vexing for us. We need to leave and find parking yes. outside. Apparently, there's another entrance to that parking garage. We did not bother. Look, I, I don't like a parking garage that requires you to have, like, institutional knowledge of its structure for you to be able to park in there. Yeah, I shouldn't need to know a secret about a parking garage That's in right. order to park in a parking garage. All parking garages should be noob-friendly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't want to have to be an expert on your goddamn parking garage. Especially because what a waste of knowledge. Yeah. Yes. I mean, except then you would know exactly where to park when you go there. Yeah, but your brain space has, there's so many better things. I guess. I mean, there are, I don't, do you think that we really have a, a choice in the matter of like what lays like permanent tracks in our brain and what is like fleeting information that we don't actually get to hang on to? I think I mentioned moments ago that Happy Hour from Pacific Daydream keeps popping into my head. Yeah. I'd get rid of that one. Yeah, but you can't. But I can't. It's so just, no, we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. In fact, we, c we can choose and our mind is, like overrides it. Our mind yep. says no. What we can choose, though, is before learning information, we can decide not to learn that information. How do we do that? Like, I personally love the fact that I don't know the difference between There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. Okay. So I've made a conscious effort to learn nothing about either one of those movies. They're both pretty good movies. That's what I've heard. They came out like the same year. They did. They came out the same year, both nominated for like all the same awards. Yep. Um, I think I like No Country better. Sure. But I, There Will Be Blood has like, people like hold it in high esteem. Sure. I, I once was on a first date with a guy and I said that I didn't know the difference between uh -huh. No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood. Uh, and that I liked that I didn't know that difference. And then he tried to explain the difference to me. And I was like, no, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't 
want your bullshit explanations. I want my <laughs> ignorance. Now, hold on, though, because you, you have to recognize that you're coming from an insane perspective. I'm remembering um, it was a second date, so it wasn't that crazy. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but it was also our last date. I mean, I'm thinking about leaving right now. <laughs> and it's no, your house. It is my house. Jen would just own it and all of my new stuff. I know. Coffee uh, bed. So we get to the slide bar. Yes. Which uh, is like a, uh, how would you describe this place? It's like a rock and roll. um, Patio. Patio garage kind of space. We sat outside um, and Ryan and I ordered beers. That were huge. Here's the thing. Is that what you were going to say earlier? That's what I was driving at. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I was driving at a parking garage. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The waitress said to Ryan, we, we ordered beers. I forget I forget what they were. And the waitress says, would you like the, the small or the large? And Patrick and Ryan, when they're getting beers, will always say the large. That's right. Well, and I, Ryan and I have a little bit of like a competitive uh, thing with each other on the most pointless shit. <laughs> um, but, you know, we like it. It's fun. Um, and I think drinking is one of those things. Um, yeah. Like we, we push each other to dangerous places where, where booze is concerned. <laughs> We'll talk about our brunch at a different time. <laughs> you knew what I was going yeah. for. Um, and so we we were both like the large beers, please, thinking that we would get you know like a like a, a twenty ounce instead of a sixteen. Yeah, exactly. But the these mugs, these steins, <laughs> they these were the size of our heads. They were huge. I was like drinking out of a Viking skull. It was enormous. It was, it was so, so much. Beer. Neither of you finished them, did you? I finished my beer. Oh, I don't think Ryan finished hers. So I don't you, think she you did won either. that round. I did. Sorry, Ryan. In your face, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they were so big. They would, were. They were so. I would have vomited after drinking one of those. This is my point: is that this beer was at least a two beer, might have been a three beer. It was really big. Um. And then I also got the macaroni and cheese, which you thought was fine. It wasn't great. It was served with a big slice of bread, which I thought was weird. Because I'm already yeah. eating macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Carbs what? on carbs. And did you get like a burger? I got a burger and tater mm-hmm. tots. And I think Ryan got fish and chips, maybe? See, if there were fish and chips, I think I would have I gotten that. What did Ryan get? I'm a oh, fish- she got chicken tenders. Mm, that's right. That's right. They look like fish and chips. They're the bird version of fish and <laughs> yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Fish and chips on wings. So th- I think this is the only time that we've seen Weezerton at a place where we like could get food and have a table, right? Because our, um, our previous... Our when previous... we went to Hermosa, we could have gotten food. Oh, really? And we sat at a table for a little while when right. we were there. But then I was like, I need to get up. I need to dance. Yeah. Um, this time we didn't get up and dance. We did not get up and dance. Well, we had like a nice table and could see yeah. everything that was going on. And could hear everything great. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? We've danced before. Yeah. Um, no need to relive that experience. <laughs> I recently went to a wedding where I danced like a fucking maniac. Aw, fun. Um, and just like sweat through every piece yeah. of clothing that I was wearing. I imagine that that's how you're like at weddings. Yeah, that is. That, we've never that been is how to I'm like at weddings, a yes. mutual friend's wedding. No, we should do that sometime. Yeah. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Um, we should tell any of our friends who are engaged to invite us to their wedding. We do uh, have friends who are engaged, so that, we probably will go to true. a wedding. We probably will go Although to a wedding together. you're better friends with them than I am, so maybe I'm not invited. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe no one's invited. Yeah. I don't, no one knows yet. Yeah, maybe they're eloping. Uh, I mean, or if anyone is listening to this podcast and wants to invite Jen and Patrick to their wedding, we'll... I if are, it's convenient, if we'll it's go. Convenient, yeah. <laughs> I've already said that I dance like a maniac. I was dancing so much at this wedding that I went to in Minneapolis that people I, that I didn't know 
were like shaking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey man, we had a really fun time. That's you so were really sweet. dancing. You yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a backhanded compliment. You were really dancing. I mean, I think it is a little bit of a backhanded compliment, but like, how lame would it be to sincerely like, con- like you, sir, are very, <laughs> very good dancer. Got us all in the spirit. <laughs> No, but just to like <laughs> clap someone on the shoulder and be like, "I had fun with you out there dancing." Yeah, um, that's nice. I yeah, it is nice. You brought the party. I did. I I mean, they had a live band, and I respond, I love a live band at a wedding. Respond so well yeah. to a live band. Um, they uh they played um, party in the USA. Yeah, fun song. It was, it was fucking great. fun song. Yeah, thanks, Miley. Uh, and at one point, Sarah was like, okay, you need to take a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, come sit down. We're going to yeah, hydrate. Come sit down. Here's some water. Here's not dancing for a couple seconds. Uh-huh. Um, and then the band started playing the Jackson 5, I Want You Back. And I said, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to go. Break's and over. I danced back into the other room. Uh, so we didn't dance. No, we just sat and enjoyed the ambiance and the food and the music. Right. Uh, and uh, Weezerton played... Um, for like an hour it was a great yeah, set yeah a really good set they of course played uh toto's we- weezer's toto's africa yes um which we knew they were going to right because dom the lead singer came up to us before and was like we're doing it like <laughs> like he didn't need no preface just we're yeah. doing it yeah and we both knew what he meant <laughs> yeah but i love i love that he came to us like he had that look in his face that someone has when you know like it was there was so much like loaded expectation yeah. of like we're doing. You know? <laughs> he was so excited. He was so excited, and they did a great job. Yeah, they did a real. I mean, it's a tough song. Yeah, it's got some high parts in it, mm-hmm. and it's got some cool like uh, synthy stuff. Yeah, um, and they did a great job with it. Yep. Um, if you ever have the chance to go see Weezerton, go see Weezerton. Oh yeah, check out the boys from Yuma. They're um, fun. here's we do have to pick our one our one quibble with. Uh, Weezerton okay. and their set. Yeah. Now look. <laughs> I had blocked that out of my mind. I had chosen to forget that, Patrick. I'm bringing it back up. Uh, was it their their encore that they did Perfect Situation or it was just earlier it was in just the set? Earlier in the set. Earlier in the set, they played Perfect Situation. <laughs> they uh, played the radio edit. They played the goddamn radio edit. Um, which and the difference between the radio edit, oops, uh, the difference <laughs> between the radio edit is uh, it just uh, within the chorus, right? Uh-huh. It's the oh, um, and they just they sang the part of it that plays <laughs> on the radio, uh, and it's look, Jen and I, we hate it, we hate it. I like Dom knows we hate it. He does. He fucking does. Dom. Dom. <laughs> I already yelled at him about this. <laughs> That's true in, in person, but we gotta put his shit on blast, or he's never gonna learn. Yeah, you gotta learn. I the mean, radio uh, edit is so dumb. Yes, it just like takes a perfectly excellent song. Like I love that song. Me too. Off the album. Me too. Uh, and it dumbs it down. It makes it a shit piece. Yep. Uh, so. That's my big, that is my big mm-hmm. criticism of uh, the Weezerton show. Yep. I would say 95% good, 5% shit piece. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so that's 95. That's still an A, though. Yeah. Still it was a. still a fun show. I'm just saying, could have been an A+. Plus. Well, and we got a cool, we got a cool opportunity at this show. I was, uh, we were about to head out and I was like going to go to the bathroom. And when I came back out, I went right by the stage and I was like, I guess I'll say goodbye to the guys. So I went up and I was, I said to Dom, like, great, great show. And he was talking to this other girl and he turns around and he's like, oh my God, you're both here. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? 
Um, and he, he takes that opportunity to introduce me to this other girl he's talking to. Her name is Rachel Irwin, and mm-hmm. she has her own Weezer podcast that featured the boys from Weezerton on it. Now, this is something that we already knew because Rachel had reached out to us when she was getting her podcast started. Like a year ago, maybe yeah, like, even more. Like back when we were still doing the show? Yes, back when we were n- uh, not super lazy about the show <laughs> and had lots of Weezer things to talk about. She right. reached out uh, via Facebook, and I don't think you talked to her, but I did. Right, yes. Well, because you, uh, you and I had talked, and then you were like, Great, I'm responding to her. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, that is a responsibility that has been taken off my plate. Very good, Jen. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So she basically just asked for any any tips. She was going to start her own Weezer podcast and wanted to like sort of hear what our process was and um, any any advice that we had and, and pick our brains a little bit. Uh, and so we chatted a little bit and then I promptly like fl- it flitted out of my brain. Like, yeah. I forgot that we'd had yeah. that conversation. But so we're at this Weezerton show. Dom has introduced us, and I'm like, oh, my God, we did talk. She was like, yeah, I remember I Facebook messaged you. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a that was a thing that happened. We yeah. had a conversation. Um, and so I was like, come meet Patrick. So we both left Dom on the stage to break down their equipment and whatever. Because at this point, to hell with him, right? Yeah, get I, we're out still, of there. We're still thinking about perfect yeah. situation at this point. Yeah, I was still pissed at him. <laughs> I hadn't confronted him about it yet. <laughs> Um, and so I brought Rachel back to our table where I introduced her to Patrick and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And we were chatting for a while and Rachel's great. Um, and the, the pot, her, her podcast is, uh, we are Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they feature mm-hmm. a different song in every episode. So, um, so it's mostly mm-hmm. just her, but she's got a, a few guests that come on the show and, um, it's great. Uh, do you, should we reveal, um, how we are going to be involved with an upcoming episode. I think you just did. I did. I did do it. <laughs> Patrick and I are going to be on an episode of We Are Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know when exactly this is going to be. We don't have a date yet. So So here's here's what you do right now. Uh, I was going to say pause the show, but you can do this while the show keeps playing. Go to your uh, whatever um, app you use to follow podcasts. Uh, find We Are Weezer and subscribe. And then someday you'll, you'll see an episode pop up that says featuring my, my name, name is Weezer. Weezer and or Jen and Patrick or I don't know how it'll be presented yeah, exactly. No idea. We don't know. We, I don't, we don't have any say in what the name of the episode no. will be. Uh, maybe it'll just be the title of the song we're talking about. Uh, maybe we should make it part of our rider. <gasps> <that the, laughs> yeah. That the name of the episode has to be My Name, my is, name Weezer. is Weezer. <laughs> we are Weezer. My name is Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I like that. <laughs> um, but let's not reveal what song we're going to talk about. No, no, no. I was um, not, not planning that. But let, let the record show that we are going to talk about a song that we hate. Hate. So It was a specific request from Rachel that we choose a song that we hate. Yeah. It was not hard. In fact, we presented her with several options. And right. She well, chose one. In that way, it was difficult where you and I were like, there are so <laughs> we have so many to choose. We from. actually couldn't choose on our own. We needed help. Yes, that's right. Um, so, uh, yes, if you want to hear Jen and I be negative about something, uh, either you check out our back catalog. This whole podcast <laughs> of our own. Or you can listen to uh, We Are Weezer at some point. At some in point the in the future. But, you know, uh, subscribe to that show and listen yeah. to that show. If you like us, I mean, we talk about Weezer. Rachel talks also about... Also talks about Weezer. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like uh, the, the perfect transition. And also, she's putting out episodes. Yeah. 
We, she is a current Weezer podcast. <laughs> That's right. We are right now at releasing episodes at a rate of one <laughs> per year. Which I feel like is probably consistent for the rest of the future, right? Like, uh, uh, they, yeah. they, unless they do a lot of stuff in one year, a lot of big stuff in one year. Like, they've done a lot of little stuff this year, so there hasn't been a need for more than one. If they put out, like, four albums in one year, then it's probably four episodes that year. What? An amazing year for any band to put out four albums. If Weezer put out four albums in one year, yeah. they would all be absolute trash. I disagree. I bet one of them would be great. <laughs> is that the is that the, That's uh, the, we- the, the ratio, Weezer ratio? <laughs> that we're at right now with them? I'll tell you what. Weezer ratio. Weezer ratio. Weezer, Weezer ratio. <laughs> it's hard to say. It sounds like we is a ratio. Weezer. We Horatio? Weezer Ratio. Weezer Ratio. Um, anyways. Anyways, yes. Let's, let's transition out of talking about this wonderful Weezerton show that we went to. Um, fine. And We Are Weezer. Fine, but those are both good things. The great things. Check them out. That's right. In the world of Weezer. Jen, what's next on our numbered list? The next thing on our numbered list is... this is, number two? This is number two. <laughs> okay. How far into this episode are we? 25 we're on, minutes. We're on number two. Yeah, we're on number two. <laughs> um, Is... The biggest thing that Weezer has done this year. And, and the, the thing biggest thing they've done in, in decades. a couple of years. Yeah. Decades, you think? I don't think that they have had a bigger hit, maybe ever, than their cover of Africa. Ever? Ever. Buddy Holly, Say It Ain't So. Those are both big songs, but Africa has been on the radio every time I've gotten in the car and listened to the, That's the radio That's in the last like four months. It is on everywhere all the time literally constantly again when i was in minneapolis i went to the um minnesota state fair <laughs> and then was was taking a lift from the state fair to uh do they have the lifts in minneapolis they do that's cool they, it's not they're not cavemen it's just minnesota <laughs> i have very little faith in because uh, not a, not everywhere has postmates well postmates is different though is po- it postmates is a luxury yeah Okay. Lyft, Lyft is like a utility, I feel like. Okay. Um, but the, my Lyft driver, uh, uh, the, the song came on and he said to me, uh, hey, are you a music fan? <laughs> he did not. He did. He did he not. He asked me if I was a music oh fan. Oh my God. And you said? I said, uh, yeah, I like music. Because <laughs> how do you answer you were, that question? But also like, you're not just a casual music fan. You were... Yeah, a music major, like a, in a musician. College. Yeah, <laughs> like you were. You, was that what the what technical title of your major was? Music major. Music music major. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I I have a BA. You in have a BUA. Yes. I have a BUA. Here's the thing. Buick in music. I was originally going for a B Muse, a bachelor's in music. Oh. But then I shifted it to bachelor arts. Is it harder to get a B-Muse than a B.A. of music? Um, a B-Muse requires more performance. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and uh, I didn't want to do, like, a bunch of recitals and stuff. Fair. Here's the thing. Uh, for as much as I like music and for as much as I can talk about music, I've got dumb fingers and dumb ears. Oh. So I can, like, practice and I can work hard, yeah. but I feel like I'm always coming from a little bit of a mechanical disadvantage. Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just I went from B Muse to BA, and it turns out um, that in the real world, or even in the world of music, a BA is better. It no, I was going to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at Super all. Super doesn't matter. Super doesn't matter. 
Um, but so suffice it to say that you are not just a music fan. You're a pr- a pretty big fan of music. I'm a pretty big fan of music. And the thing that was like causing him to ask me if I was a fan of music was Weezer's Africa. Was, <laughs> was Weezer's Africa. And I I like Weezer. Really? Yeah. I, it's surprising, I know. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I also have a very special place in my heart for Africa. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I was being set up to talk about a thing that I uh, felt deeply about. That guy did not know what he was getting himself he into. He did not know. And let me tell you, it is a long way from the Minnesota State Fair to the Waseda Country Club in uh, Waseda, Minnesota. Oh, wow. So we had to talk about music for like... I don't know. So he had to listen to minutes. you talk about music no, for like 25 to, minutes. He wanted to talk about the without looking. I mean, how far into this podcast are we? It's tw- uh, about as long as the <laughs> About the as long as was. that drive? Um, he wanted to talk mostly about the that Queen movie that's coming out, the Queen biopic. Oh, yeah. Um, and he and I could not, for the life of us, think of what the movie is called. Oh. Because any Queen song title would be the perfect title for a movie about Queen. Killer Queen would be great. Um, Don't Stop Me Now. I literally saw Bohemian Rhapsody. for that today. It's Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Is it right? Bohemian Rhapsody? I don't I, know. Uh, I saw, I was at a movie theater today, and I saw it's like the side of a thing said, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia, let, uh, let him go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that Queen movie. But I don't know that. I ever like rounded the corner and looked at the title, but I f- because of that, I feel like it's probably Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I will amend what I just said. There's no way that the Queen movie should be called Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love it, but I, I mean, I would too. But that's not what it's gonna be. That's called. not what it's gonna be called. Okay, so Africa. Africa. Um, you and I were texting back and forth a little bit after they released after Weezer released their cover of Rosanna. Yes. Um, and we're like, what's going on here? Yes. Why are they, why are they releasing this song? Yeah. Um, do we want to listen to a little bit of Rosanna? Yeah. Okay, here, let's, let's cue it up. Little piano-y. Okay, I'm going to turn this down a little bit. We can kind of talk over it. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you think of this thing? Are you familiar with uh, the Toto song, Rosanna? Mm-hmm. I've seen Toto live. Have you? I have. Uh, when did you see Toto live? Uh, at the Greek in like 2014, maybe? Okay. 2013 or 2014. They put on a good show? They're fantastic live. Yeah. And I'm not even like the world's biggest Toto fan. Uh, this is not I was my name a, is Toto. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not the world's biggest Weezer fan either. Let's be real. Mm. Um, but I saw them because they were performing with Michael McDonald. And I had some friends who were like very excited to see Michael McDonald and Toto yeah. in concert. And I was like, sure, I'll go along because I like to hang out with friends. Yeah, of course. Um, Concerts are fun. But Toto actually really impressed me with how great they were live. Well, they're, what's their lead singer's name? Do you, I'm just going to stop. I've this. looked it up, but I don't remember. Great. He's got a voice. Yeah, he does. And uh, the guitar is fan- like, they're so good at that. Yeah. The guitar. 
They're good at the, the guitar. guitarist. The guitarist. <laughs> the guitarist. They are so good they're, at the guitar. We're so not even committing to a gender here. <laughs> the guitarist. They are so dudes. good. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's all dudes. Okay. The guitarist. Um, he is so good at the he guitar. He is so good at the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just a and like the lights were great. Like special effect. Like it was just a fucking good show. Yeah. And I love the Greek. Like the Greek is my favorite LA theater. It's a good theater. Um, and it was a really good time. So if you ever have the opportunity to see Total Live, see them. But that all to say that I am familiar with Rosanna. Um, so I was not familiar with Rosanna. Um, and I I knew that it was a Toto hit. Um, but like beyond that, I'm you know not really familiar with it. How do you feel about this cover? I like it. I am a little bored by it. It's a little boring. It's also uh, it's fun. It was funny to me when it first came out because I didn't initially realize that it was a Toto cover. Yeah, you thought that uh, because... Weezer was just putting out one song. Yeah, because they do that all the time. And <laughs> I'm, that wasn't a joke. They do that all the time. Do they? Do you remember last year when they were like, like I love the USA, and they put out Feels Like Summer before it came out on the album? Like, they put yeah, out a lot of... The Feels Like Summer thing, like, they, they will trickle out songs ahead of an yeah, album. But um, I love the USA, yeah. and there, there have been others. I love the USA is and, a good point. But the, the funny thing to me, too, is that early on in their career, they had so many songs that were just the name of a woman. Yeah. Like Suzanne and Little Diane and Michael and Cart. Like, there are just so many songs. Right. Uh, that, that I was like, this maybe was this is just another one. <laughs> right. That makes sense. <laughs> or maybe it's like an early release that they're just putting out now, um, which is not the case. But I, I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's a, a sort of chill song. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got almost a, uh, like an old school rock and roll vibe to it. Which makes sense. Yeah. Which makes sense. But like. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it it doesn't feel uh like super exciting exciting to me. And like the song yeah. is it, you know, doesn't have a special place like no. for me nostalgically or anything like that. Nah. Um so I was mostly just like what the fuck is we doing? <laughs> what, what is going on? But then Africa came out. Right. So this was uh do you think Rosanna was just like them teasing the fact that they were going to put Africa out? I think so, yeah. Because so they they put out Africa, I think because there is this Twitter account called uh, Weezer. Is it Weezer Cover Africa by Toto? Like at Weezer Cover Africa by Toto? I don't know that that's exactly, but that sounds right. So this is a Twitter account whose sole purpose was to get Weezer to play Toto by Africa. And Africa they by s- Toto. Whatever. <laughs> Africa by Toto. That's correct. Yep. Um. I was wrong. <laughs> you yes, were you right. Were. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it worked. Yeah, this it is, really did. That's I. And you know why it worked? I remember looking this up after it came out. Oh, it worked because Pat was like, "Yeah." See, <laughs> Pat. Pat was the driving Pat Wilson. force behind this getting this yep. getting covered. He saw that account. He saw the like. The, I guess a lot of people like sort of latched onto this account, and so there was like a public outcry. Like, freezer, cover Africa by Toto. It's a weird world we live in, right? It's a really weird world. And Pat was like, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is, yeah, it is a little it. bit of a, like, why not? Yeah. Like, it's if, not like they're doing anything better. <laughs> well, that's debatable. There are other things that we're going to talk about on the show that might be better than, I mean, certainly not more successful. Mm, I got <laughs> we got we got some real like lip smacking noises on that one. <laughs> Look, if if I it did comes just down, like the mic. <laughs> yes. I'll be sending pictures of that. <laughs> uh, uh, 
if it came down to Weezer cover Africa or Weezer put out a new white album. Well, I would say put out a new not, white album. But they're not putting out a new white album. No. Ever. No, no. Come I on. have zero faith. You, I don't think Weezer's right. going to put out another good album ever. Ever again. Ever again. Unless they can do what they did with White and hire a producer who's a huge Weezer fan. And tries to make them sound like Weezer instead of like nothing. And succeeds and does a great job. Uh, should we move on to listening to Africa here? Yeah. I know we played a little bit of it up top. Um, should we play the chorus now? Ooh, what a good idea. Thanks. They sound good singing it. Yeah. You know what the remarkable thing is about the Weezer version of Africa What's compared that? with the Toto version of Africa? Huh. They are basically the same. They are, yes. <laughs> so, a.k.a. nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing remarkable. Is nothing, there's nothing remarkable. There's not, the only difference is that it's Weezer singing it and playing it. Here's the thing that's going to make it hard for us to have like an episode about this is that if it's not remarkable... What's the point? What are we remarking upon? And why is the radio all about? Like, sure, it's fun. I I sing along every time it comes on. Yeah, me too. But I would do that with Toto's recording as well. Exactly. Um, why? I don't know. Let's skip ahead to the uh, the solo. <laughs> Jen is like <laughs> like air singing along with us right now. All right, let's let it ride a little bit. turning this down just for a second just to comment on Jen spilling all over herself I'm fine okay here's here's a solo Like, note for note, the exact same solo. Yep. Identical. Uh, identical. The quality of the keyboard is a little different. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's it's basically the it's same. It's Toto's Africa. Um, <laughs> so, Africa, I have a special connection to this song. Can I share it? Yes, please. Okay. So, at the school that I went to, where I uh, went from getting a B-Muse to a, a BA in music. Which is Lawrence University. Lawrence yes. University in Appleton, Wisconsin. Every year, there is uh, a weekend-long uh, great Midwest trivia contest. Um, and at the end of every weekend, they, uh, they ask a question that, or at the end of the weekend of trivia, they ask one question that will not be answered until the first question of the next year's trivia. So they, they What is it that does this? this the school thing? does. What is it? It is put on by by the radio station and by okay. like a club at the school got it, that got it. is the like Lawrence University Trivia Masters. Sure. Um and trivia is like it's a uh you know 50 hour contest that goes literally all weekend. Wow. Um starts on Friday night and ends on Sunday when it ends. Um, like late on Sunday night. Um, 
And it is a, especially on campus, it is something that just like takes over everything. So like in various dorms, like people will be set up in uh, the like lobbies and like lounges and stuff with computers and like everyone hooked up to the, and this was back in the day, like before, you know, Wi-Fi was uh, prevalent. So there were like ethernet cables and like hubs, like just like coming out of like people's windows and like down into (laughs) the lobbies. Um, And so like you, you basically spent as much time as you could uh, calling in the answers to these questions, C- literally calling into the radio stations where they had people answering phones uh-huh. and answering these questions that they would ask on the radio. And if you were on campus, there were also action questions. Ooh. So they would give you a, like a, a certain amount of time to prepare. And like, you know, sometimes it would be like, write a song about this or like, uh, there was one that uh, one challenge was like, bring us 20 pounds of human hair. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Like they would just, it was like crazy weird shit that they could just like get people to, to do. Uh-huh. And people went nuts over it. You know, there, there are these teams that have been playing for like years and years and years and like um, people graduate and like come back to campus oh to like God. participate in How it. How often it's do they do this? Once a year. Okay. Um, it is uh, the, it's always the weekend before the Super Bowl. Okay. Um. And so it's like one of the coldest weekends in in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um. And is like a a nightmare to get through. Um. You know, just being awake and occasionally outside for uh-huh. you know all of that. And you know, it'll be like, oh yeah, it's it's uh, three o'clock in the morning. We have to set up a like pop up bar outside somewhere and like <laughs> serve someone a beer. Like you just you just do the dumbest shit that you yeah. possibly can, and it's wonderful. Um. But one of the like trippy weird things that trivia latched onto is the song Africa. Um, and they do, I don't know if they did it every year, but there are a couple of different years that they had Africa hour where they would ask the questions, but just play Africa on repeat for an hour. (laughs) And it becomes this weird hypnotic, like, you don't really know what to do with this sound, hearing it over and over again. Yeah. And you hate it for a little bit and then then you you love love it it. again. Um, and so, uh, Africa is a, um, is a song that has like embedded itself like in my soul. And when I hear it, I just like connect to that Aww. the time in my life. Um, but trivia introduced me to um, Africa backwards. Oh, Africa backwards is exactly what it sounds like. It is the song Africa, but played backwards. So do they do half an hour of forwards Africa and half an hour of backwards Africa? So you just have a mirroring hour. Here's the thing. Sometimes they play Africa backwards. Just, just sometimes. <laughs> Um, and it is remarkable how much like itself it sounds. Let's, I believe that. Let's listen to a little bit of Africa Please. backwards. I love this. <laughs> it sounds insane. It is something. But it sounds like Africa, doesn't it? Does. It does. It does. You could, I think, still pick it out. Oh, totally. Yeah. If someone played the song and said, what song am I playing backwards right now? Did you ever, uh, when I was in high school, so I guess this is, you would have been in college or out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a website that I used to visit a lot that was uh, this song played backwards. 
was I think was the name of it. Oh no, I'm not familiar and with it this was, website. It was all about it was like a conspiracy theory website where they would play songs backwards and find secret like special codes. Like the like you know in the Beatles there's like Paul's a dead man. Yeah. Um yes. like stuff like that. Um and they would like look for secret messages in songs played backwards. Um I loved that. And this just reminded me of that. And that I forgotten about that like funny, weird little hobby that I had in high school. Well, so it turns it turns out that when you play Africa backwards, you just get Africa. Yeah. That's, that's the right. secret that's message. The, that's the conspiracy. Toto. Uh, All right, that's it. That, that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, um, but funny. I thought it would be fun to explore a little backwards Africa. Yes, thank you for that. You are welcome, Jen. Yes. Shall we, we move on to yeah, the next item on our list? Yeah, let's move on to the next item on our list, uh, which is Toto's response. Yes. Toto's response to Weezer covering Africa was to cover Hashpipe. Yes. And there is one remarkable thing about Toto's cover of Hashpipe. You go ahead. Well, maybe there are more, but one my favorite <laughs> thing, my favorite thing about Toto's cover of Hashpipe uh-huh. is the guitar solo. Yeah, the guitar solo is uh, interesting and different, and yeah. is a guitar solo. Yeah, um, and not just a repeat of the melody, which is something that we slam Green for. Oh yeah. Remember, I'm going back to this now. We've turned on Green. Yeah, I was just <laughs> uh, talking with a friend this week about Weezer. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, you're not the biggest Weezer fan. He's not the biggest Weezer fan. He's a, he's a fan, but he like people bring Weezer up to me because of this podcast. Sure. Um, and that was what he did. It's a curse. Yes. And he was asking me my album ranking, which I was like trying to remember and pull out of my butt. Right. Um, which like I know basically what it is, but when you're put on the spot like that, I didn't have my list in front of me. Um, Blue, Pinkerton, White are your top three. Yes, that yeah. I, that part I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I had Green low on the list, and he was like, wow, Green is so low. And I was like, yeah, if it's bad if you listen <laughs> back to it. Um, and he was like, why? And I was like, it's so formulaic and boring. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, and he was like, but Hashpipe and what an Island in the Sun, to which you know how I responded to that. Right. Um, vomited in his face. Yep. <laughs> right in his Put face. Put down your two beers yep. <laughs> and vomited in his face. <laughs> yep. Um, I was drinking wine out of a can when we were having this conversation. Um there but needs to be more wine in cans. It's becoming a thing, and I love it. I'm I'm there for it. For the 4th of July, I brought, I was going to our friend Colin's house, and mm-hmm. I knew that there would be a lot of beer there, but again. Colin's no, a beer boy. No beer for me. Yeah, and it works great for him. I'm very happy for him. <laughs> um, but I had a feeling <laughs> that there would only be beer at his house, and so I brought a six-pack of wine in a can. Perfect. It was great. Anyways. So the, the, there's a guitar solo here. There's a great guitar solo. Here's the thing. Uh, when we went to this Weezerton show at the Slide Bar in Fullerton, yes. uh, Dom had asked, have you heard the Toto cover of Hashpipe yet? And I had. But I said, no, I refuse. I had been asking you for weeks at that point, I think, if you had heard it. Right. And I think I, I sent you a Spotify link to it. Yeah. And I was like, nah. Nah, bro. I'm not doing this. Have you? Now that we have put it on the calendar for us to discuss uh-huh. all of the stuff that we're discussing. So between yesterday and today. That's, that's Well, between this morning and <laughs> this, now. This morning and now. There was a tentative plan yesterday. We set the time today. That's right. Um, and uh, yes, so to the, the end of the story is yes, I have listened to it, uh-huh. um, which is good because now I can talk about it. I, I don't 
I, this is another one where I'm like, oh, this is interesting, but like, it's like I'm not gonna listen to it. I prefer Weezer's Africa to Toto's Hashpipe. So do I. Do you prefer Weezer's Hashpipe to Toto's Hashpipe? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Toto guy's voice. It's weird on this. It sounds auto tuned a little bit. I mean, yeah, probably. Um, it's just it's a little vanilla. Yeah, let's listen to a little bit here. They take an extra. And then they stop. His voice sounds a little like a little butt rocky. Yeah. I also don't, this is going to connect back to something you were talking about earlier. I don't love the fact that you can really make out all of the words <laughs> that, that he's saying in this yeah. way more so than you can in Weezer's Hashpipe. Because to my point of sometimes I like uh, thinking different things than reality. Yeah. Um, I've, for my entire life, preferred to sing the song as, um, oh my God, what's happening? Is it oh, the ass wipe? wipe. Yeah. 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 You, <laughs> yes, you want to hear ass I want to hear ass wipe, and he really says eyes wide. Yeah. Like, should, oh. Wait, should, should we go back and, and, and hit that again? Yeah. You can't pretend that's ass wipe. No. And <laughs> look, there are very few things that we ask of uh, this song. One is that we can pretend that you're singing about having ass wipe. Whatever that means. <laughs> it's not it's not a long list of demands. No, and that's one of them though. And uh Toto Guy has taken that away from us. Yeah. So Toto Guy, you're going on our shit list right there with Dom who's <laughs> playing perfect situation <laughs> radio edit. Um, let's try to find this guitar solo. It's a little on like the like guitar wank side. Yeah. But, but it is a solo. Yes. I like it. I don't like it as much as I like like a really good river solo. Right. Like the beginning of Perfect Situation. Yes. But, Man, what a good solo. Right. Um, but it's better than the solo they have in Hashpipe cuz it's yeah, which not is, a solo. That's that's right. We're just like everything on the green album just just not a just not a solo. Yeah. Okay, so we've done we've done a back and forth now. Weezer covers Toto, Toto covers Weezer. Also for I swear 2 weeks straight, every mm. single time I turned on the radio and in between songs, the uh DJs would comment on and be like, "Have you guys heard the Toto covered Hashpipe?" And I was just like, why is everyone telling me that? every like it was like the radio was had heard that I have a Weezer podcast. You think <laughs> that the radio was telling the you? Ra- the radio is telling me specifically. Um, I th- I like think constantly. They, look, this is a confusing it's a confusing time, right? 2018 is a confusing year for a lot of reasons. So many reasons. But one of those reasons is the radio talks to you. The radio talks to you and has your specific interests in mind. 
and really wants to know if you have heard Toto's cover of Hashpipe. And you know what? Eventually, I sought it on my own. And that's the thing is that we all we all cave to that. Yeah. Uh, eventually, right? Yep. We are, Everyone we are all, we, we're Ooh, all, we're all, you got to take that phone call. I do not have to take that phone yeah. call. It's just Sarah. She said uh, that she was going to call me on her way home. And I was like, we're probably going to be recording. So she She's, expected you to ignore, she, ignore that call. Yes, this is. And I'm going to go ahead and fully ignore it now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, it's, it seems like I just did a rude thing, but I did not. No, it's okay. Um, I still get like a little like flare up of panic when the phone rings. Really? I don't like talking on the phone. That's fair. Uh, um, we've been back and forth now. Toto Africa, Toto, Toto Africa, Toto Africa, Weezer, Weezer Hashpipe, hash and Weezer reverse it. Africa, Toto Hashpipe. We've got other stuff to talk about, Jen. Yes. Um, You've got the list. <laughs> <laughs> I have the list. This is supposed to be my car. I'm driving. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I mentioned that I was having a conversation with uh, a friend and coworker about Weezer mm-hmm. because he knows I have this podcast. <laughs> Um, and he said, have you listened to the episode of the podcast Song Explorer, Exploder, Song that's Exploder? That's right. Um, which, of course, I hadn't because... It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, uh, Rivers was just on it recently. And uh, he did an episode about some song off of... He thought it was off Pacific Daydream. And I was like, what's it about? And he was like trying to find the name, and then he goes, "Oh, it's a uh, Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> piqued my interest because that, that's, that's one, a song I like. That's a song you like <laughs> off on of a, white. an album you love." Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, you sent me a link to a podcast, which is crazy. It's an insane thing. It's crazy. It's, it's like, only twenty minutes long. That, but it 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 is like if your dog pulled a guitar out of the closet and started playing it. Like this is what it's like. Where you're like, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. But you did. I did. Uh, and so we listened to this uh, song exploder about Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory. Um, but um, even more than Summer Elaine and, and Drunk Dory, it's about River's writing process. Right. So we've always sort of known that his writing process is nuts. Is nuts and is a little bit uh, like mechanical, yeah. right? That or like formulaic that he well, tries to crack the code of what a good song and is. And that was uh, when I was having this conversation with my friend. He was like, "Yeah, he talks about like these spreadsheets that he works with and like all this, like the way he um, writes." And I was like, "Actually, I know a little bit about that because he thought that he had found the perfect formula for a pop song um, and that, on Green. And then, green and then that was that, how right? that was how I got into my diatribe about how Green is bad, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, right? With him." Um, it's good that you always have a way to get into that. Yeah, there's uh, always you gotta a way have in. a way in. Because <laughs> if you don't have a way in, and you just start, if you're sitting in silence with someone, and yeah. you're like, you know, green sucks. <laughs> Which sometimes I just do anyway. Because <laughs> uh, you can't ever talk about that enough. No, it's true. We need we need to keep bringing it. Keep bringing it up. Up. Um. But so this this podcast talks about Rivers' writing process. And how he has a bunch of spreadsheets that he uses mm-hmm. when he is trying to write words. Well, first, what he does is he picks out, um, he like picks out uh, a song title. He like has a list of a spreadsheet of song titles, right? That- which is which is all just like phrases that either like pop into his head or that he sees uh, like on TV yeah. or like hears somewhere, and he just like, oh, that could be an interesting song title. But it, seemingly he does this with like any phrase that sounds interesting or cool and like logs it away in the spreadsheet mm-hmm. and then also like puts some metadata on every phrase. He tags every phrase like based on syllables, uh-huh. based on like hard and soft. Um, yeah, like accents. Accent. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. So then 
So, okay, that's that's like point of insanity number one. Yeah. Point of insanity number two is that, and I, I don't, I don't know how long he's been doing this or how many songs have been written by this process, mm-hmm. but he just listens to other music for interesting chord progressions. Yep. And then uh, takes that song and just plays it with like straight electric guitar, mm-hmm. plays just the chord progression and like renames it something so he'll forget what the original song but is. But it's like a secret code. Like an, he, use an, he uses an anagram uh, randomizer. He's a goddamn robot. He uses is an what he anagram is. randomizer so yeah. that the name of the song you could figure it out, but you have to work hard to figure it out. Right. So there is this file in his computer that is labeled some bizarre anagram of that like a popular nothing. song. It means nothing. That, and then he logs that away and forgets about it. Right. And then he comes back to it later, or comes back to the ones that he finds interesting later, and improvises melodies over them. And on the piano and guitar. On the piano, guitar, and and with his voice, a trying bit, to like yeah. find uh, melodies that make sense. Yes. Um. And then, so once he has a melody that he likes, right? What he does is he goes, goes back to, to the goddamn spreadsheet. I thought it was a different spreadsheet. I think it would have to be the same spreadsheet, right? The one that has all the lyrics in it. I feel short, like long, short, I feel long. like the name and lyric spreadsheets are different. I, I think that's probably right. Okay, sure. But he has to like cross-reference yes. two different spreadsheets. Yes, he has to go to a different spreadsheet and he finds uh, where he has like more phrases that he's written down that he likes, either that he's read or heard or, or what have you. Uh, and and he, just like puts them in yep. where the melodies make sense. Yep. His logic behind this yes. is that he wants to write a song that even he doesn't know what it means. And that he'll spend years even figuring out what his songs even mean. Now, d- I mean, I, I get, I, uh, it, I'm, I'm all about the, uh, the death of the author, right? That uh, the, the work of art means only what it means when interpreted and not what the artist thought it means. Sure. But to just like, a contr- like seed control of any meaning. It means you're making... Everything you make means nothing. It means you're a coward. It means you're specifically not saying anything. it fucking explains why nothing since Pinkerton is felt honest. Yeah, I think think that's right. Because, I I mean, if you think about it, Green was the next thing that came out. Right. And that's when he started with a formula. Yeah. And I assume that since then, it's been formula. So, like, everything sense that seems like it's about something is not really but is, is, Which is, is, is that ha- is that like happy coincidence that it, it that some songs do because there are like uh if we take um what's the the drug one from white that we like what's uh, it called uh fuck yeah what's the name of that <laughs> it's, song uh, it's uh i literally listened to it days ago um this is the worst thing in the world is when uh, all i can think of is we are all on drugs and that's that the is other not one. <laughs> the song that uh, do you want to get high do you want to get high is correct <laughs> here we go um and do you want to get high is obviously about dealing with like drug addiction yeah um so like how does that come about just like every now and then he does have like a coherent idea and is like no you know what i want to sing about this i don't know but it that combined with some so like hearing about his writing process combined with um hearing like an interview that he did recently not re- i guess it was in the past couple of years about how or that maybe i read it on weezerpedia when we were talking about this podcast or when we were talking on the last podcast about pacific daydream that he didn't like white because uh the yeah, producer was too big of a fan Weezer, yeah. um 
has driven me to the conclusion that I'm never going to like another Weezer album. Which because is, it's not going to mean anything. Right. And it's going to be this new experimental shit that he doesn't even know what it is. I mean, obviously, we have liked some things that have been crafted with this pro- Like, but everything will like be all right the, in the end and uh, that the White like Album. The, the um, uh, probabil- like, probability-wise, sure. Oh, sure. That would just like the it's the Weezer ratio that I was. Yeah, it's <laughs> the Weezer before. ratio. <laughs> yeah. That one in four. I mean, I. How many albums have they put out now? Like 11. 11. Um, and I love. Four of them. Four of them. So, I mean, r- right now that's. Four of them? Three of them. You love what? Red. Well, then five. Uh, I, I love everything. We'll be all right in the end. Oh, love. Okay. You're uh, giving that one a love. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'll I love, love three of them. Mm, three and a half. And I really like red. Uh, I was putting Maladroid yeah. on my love list. Well, look, we that was my half. maybe we can do another episode later where we talk about love lists. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, anyway, the last piece from this song splitter uh, podcast is he talks about um, how he writes his guitar solos and he does it by singing them, which I think actually is cool. I also think that's and really cool. I and think it says something about the fact I love. Almost all of his guitar solos. I'm yeah. into. I mean, singing it makes it necessarily more melodic. Yes. Um, and he even points out that like it's something you can sing along with. Yep. Um, which is true. Uh, if we go back and listen to that, uh, the Toto one, you can't. You cannot. Which is one thing that after I listened to that podcast and then I listened to the Toto hashpipe, I was like, oh yeah, you can tell a difference. Yeah, it it totally you really can. It, it totally makes sense. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Um. Uh, yeah, and I think that the, knowing this song exploder, which you should definitely listen to, yeah. although you and I just summarized it in yeah. about as long as it takes <laughs> to listen to it. It's like a 20-minute podcast, and yeah. that includes they play all the whole song, Summer Elena Drunk Dory, at the Should end. we play the whole Summer Elena Drunk Dory? I mean, might as well. We've I already done the rest it's, of it. It's, I don't want to look for it. Um, it's also much more interesting to hear a crazy person talk about his crazy ways. Right. And, and this is Rivers talking about his crazy shit. Absolutely. But this makes... The two, the last two songs that we are about to talk about here, uh, a little bit more, I, I don't know, interesting or like the opposite of interesting. I don't, it's having the information from the song Exploder makes me look at new uh, songs from him differently. Yeah, I say that's right. I'm sorry if I ruined your life by giving you that link to that podcast. I mean, I should have known when the dog brings the guitar out of the closet. <laughs> It can't be a good He's sign. He's going to play a song that's going to ruin my life. <sighs> that okay. reminds me of the movie Coco. Oh, that dog does not play guitar. No. He is a mangy dog. Yeah. Well, he's hairless, I think. I always assumed that that was like a, a function of disease. No, I th- there's there are certain breeds of Mexican dogs that are naturally hairless. Okay. Then and I think he's one of them. I would, but he's he is a mess though. Yeah, he's a mess. He's a mutt. He's like a street dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he's still gross, but he is hairless on purpose. Man, I know we're not just like doing it now, but Coco, man, <sighs> what a great flick. Did I tell you? So Lee Unkrich went to my summer camp. Okay. Uh, not at the same time. He's much older than me. Right. <laughs> um, but he went to my summer camp, and a friend of my, one of my best friends my, from camp, his mom, was. Lee Unkrich's like counselor slash unit head. Wow. Uh, and so we went to this big reunion this summer back at camp and he was there and she no. was there. No. And so I was like, hey, Don. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, my hey, friend. Hey, my hey, friend's mom. <laughs> hey, introduce me. And she did. 
Awesome. So now I've met Leon Gritch. He's really nice. And uh, I, but I also feel a little bad because it was like one of those, m- one of those moments where you're like, not no chill. There's right. just no chill when you're like, hey, can you introduce me to this guy who's directed these amazing movies? Right. Including Coco. <laughs> uh, he's really nice though. Um, w- upon meeting him, were you flooded with memories of all of his movies and then just like instantly wept in front of him? I didn't weep. But I feel like I would have. I didn't weep, but I gushed. I don't know why, but I started crying in Coco early, like really early in that movie. I spent all of Coco trying to close myself off to it. And then at the why? end, you monster. <laughs> well, I was watching Coco the day after Thanksgiving with my cousin. Uh-huh. And earlier that year, which was last year, we had lost our grandmother to Alzheimer's. No. And so I was like, this is going to mean a lot of feels. So it's yeah. at the end when he's p- playing her the song and like she's forgetting and then she remembers. Yeah. A mess. Yeah. Sobbing, weeping in the theater. Because <laughs> like, of course. And I'm with my cousin who like we went through this together recently. Yes. And yes. we're just like. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, great so, movie. So fuck you, Leon. <laughs> You're <laughs> also we, on our shit list. How do we get to this? Who cares? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> We've got two more songs two to more talk songs about. Two more songs to talk about. Um, one of which is a Weezer song, and the other one is a Rivers solo song. Okay, so which of these do you want to talk about first? The Rivers solo song came out first, but I like it. So do we want to end on a positive note? or? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's talk about California Snow first. So then. we'll talk about California Snow from the motion picture Spell, which is a movie I don't know anything about. Nothing about. Um, I assume that I will weep all the way through that movie as well. Do you know? Did you look it up a, like a trailer <laughs> I have, I have or no summary? Idea. I have no idea I what it's about. I don't know what it is. All I know is that California Snow, which is a Weezer song, I think it came out two days ago, um, is going to play over the credits. So that's it's a it's a, a credit song. It's a credit song, <clears throat> and I go hate it. <laughs> uh, I also dislike it. Um, the chorus, it- like. Um, what was the song that you said? Happy early? Hour. Like Happy Hour has lodged itself in my head, and I just I hear that that hook. I don't remember how it goes. It I listened to it four snow. times before this podcast. I don't remember how it goes. What is California Snow? Is it cocaine? It's sand. I thought. <laughs> well, because the the lyrics sound like it's about like a crime family. Yeah, probably. Um, so I I just want to know. It's probably drugs. It's probably you're probably drugs. right. Um, the the um. Now go ahead. Uh, on YouTube, the I can't remember if it's a video or if it's a still photo of someone making a sand angel, like a snow angel, but in the sand. That's why I thought it was sand. Oh, I see. I see. But I, mean, I can't remember if it's a still or if it's just like a full three minutes of someone repeatedly making a sand angel. How much would it cost, do you think, to make a co- make a cocaine angel? <laughs> I mean, millions of dollars. You would need enough cocaine to lay down in it. Well, I think a a brick of cocaine street value is like 50K, right? Yeah, and you would probably... And you'd need a lot of those. I said, yeah, but... I've watched a lot of Narcos. (laughs) Okay, let's use 50K. Uh, So you would need how many bricks to like... should, Should we say me doing it or you doing it? Let's say you doing it. Okay, so I'm doing it. I'm six foot two. I guess me doing it would, would require less cocaine because I'm only five foot four. Okay, so let's let's use that. Okay. Let's assume that your wingspan is also five foot four. Well, yes, because that's how wingspans work. Right. So we're saying like five four by five four. Uh huh. 
So we're talking at least 25 square feet <laughs> of cocaine. <laughs> and we'll say that we it needs to be at least, what, an inch deep? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, going to be prohibitively expensive. <laughs> I am so sorry. My name is Weezer fans you probably can't afford to do this you cannot afford to do this but if anyone would like to send us enough cocaine for jen to do a cocaine angel or enough money for us to do a cocaine angel yeah i would how rather, would we get that i much would cocaine? rather have the money um how would we get that much yeah cocaine? If, if there was a contract in place that said if i send you this much money you have to procure enough cocaine and execute on this cocaine angel how would we go about getting that much cocaine i mean i have people i can talk to about getting a little cocaine well i think everyone has people they can talk to about a little bit but right. and but we're talking like we're millions talking of dollars worth of right. cocaine that that we're going to ruin probably <laughs> yeah well we're gonna ruin at least half of it that's right wait why only half <laughs> because some of it will just be on the floor you can do it on a clean surface and then yeah, and I mean... Salvage the rest of it. But, like, a lot of it's going like, to end up in your clothes and hair and stuff. Yeah. I guess my clothes and hair and Your stuff. clothes and hair. Well, we would, we would give... It would be, like, a special pair of pants or and something. And you'd have to throw away... Yeah, you'd have to throw away those clothes because you could not wear them to the airport after that. No. <laughs> or, like, hang out around, uh, like, police dogs. No. Ever. Because you're never, you're never going to be able to wash out that much cocaine. Oh, God, no. Those clothes are garbage. You have to burn them, I think. And then people will get high off the fumes. I don't think that's how cocaine works. I don't really... I've done cocaine one time me too <laughs> high fives for that <laughs> um it's a lot cocaine's a lot yeah um i liked it i mean i liked it too but it's a lot yeah uh, um so send us that much cocaine <laughs> and we'll make a cocaine angel <laughs> out of right. california snow um should we listen to a little bit of this song yeah let's listen if we can find a chorus sorry yeah i mean just because that the way the song starts i hate it it's that I knew I was gonna hate the it. Relentless as um okay, let's let's try let's try to get somewhere in this song that sounds like something. Great. I will confess that I like the lyric because I'm, I'm down, down if, if you're, you're down. down. Yeah, I like that too. Um and I That's also how how I like to live my life. <laughs> it's also uh, feeds into the theory that California snow is cocaine. I mean, yes. Yes. I think we're, we're buying into this now. This is an official My Name this is Weezer theory. This is an official theory. I like it. I think it's a good theory. Yeah. Um, should we listen to it a little bit more? Let it roll for a little bit? Sure. This is both boring and annoying. Yeah, I don't hate it as much as you do, but I don't like it. I think I just, I like it even less because I like the next song, because I actually do like the next song we're going to talk about. So are we done talking about this? I can be done. Okay. Are you done? Uh, yeah, I'm done. Great. Um, I think we've taken that as far as we can go with the cocaine yeah. theory. I mean, and cocaine theory, that's that's prime. My name is Weezer. This is why we come back after a year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh okay so the other song um it's like you say a, a rivers solo. solo does this mean 
that a River solo album is forthcoming? No. Okay. Do you, have you done some research into? Yes. Okay. Lay lay it on me. Lay lay on the research. Yes. So I I uh, consulted my favorite website, Weezerpedia, mm-hmm. about medicine for melancholy, which is the name of the song. Thank you. Um, the Weezer solo album. Um, and what Rivers, I Rivers sorry solo sorry album. sorry sorry sorry. It's tough because neither <laughs> of them sound like words. Nope. <laughs> neither of them are words. Um, Rivers solo uh song is men medicine for melancholy, and what I read is. Rivers decided that he wanted to put out a solo song because he was embarrassed that when you search for his name on Spotify, it's only the Alone albums that come up. And he was like, I don't want people to think that this is who I am. So I'm going to put out a single. One song. One song. I want people to think (laughs) that instead of being someone who carefully archives their past, that that I'm someone who wrote one damn song. One song. Yeah. So he, uh, there's no intention of having there be like a, an album that it goes with. It's a one-off song. I mean, he may be working on a solo album. It, that's possible, but this is not part of it. It was very definitive on Weezerpedia that, that this is, is a one-off song. So here's the thing about this song is it came out in March. Yeah. Um, and it is now September. September, which means we are six months late to the party on this one. Oops. Oops. Um, it is the oldest song of the songs that we are talking about. Um, yep. Except for Backwards Africa, which I guess goes <laughs> back to to the conception of Africa. Um, not the continent, but the song. <laughs> well, yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing goes back to the conception of Africa. No, nothing does. Pangea? Uh, sure. I like this song a lot. I do, too. Um, it reminds me of the monkey song yeah, that he wrote. I think that was my insight. Uh, it was an insight that I also had. You said it too. I said it, and first. I beat you to the punch on the podcast. Damn it. <laughs> the record shows um, that it is mine. The monkeys, the monkey song that Rivers wrote called "She Makes Me Laugh." Yeah, which is a great song. Which is a great song. Highly recommend. But this is this feels similar to that song. Um, I thought it was cool that he literally did everything himself. He did all the instrumentals, all of the vocals, oh. all of the everything. It's like truly, truly, truly a solo song. Um, and it's uh, it's interesting to uh, going back to the song exploder thing for a second um, that he he gets into like the recording process and like he lays down the demo and then the rest of the band comes into the studio while he's not there and that was specifically the recording process for White yeah S- to like get them to uh, like add a little bit to of get rid of Rivers ego from the to room to get rid of Rivers ego don't tell him I said that. Um, he doesn't listen to this podcast, no, does he, he? No, but did you? Rachel is having Carl Cock on hers. That's great. Um, I think that's cool. That that is really cool. We've never tried. No, and we never. Well, and apparently will. Carl Cock said to her, "You're the original to her about We Are Weezer." The original what? The original Weezer podcast. No, come on. He doesn't know. He doesn't know we exist. Here, okay. Here's the thing that I find crazy. We've also never tried to reach out to him. No, never. But apparently, she said to him, "No, I'm not." <laughs> I find it hard to believe that we were the first Weezer podcast. That can't I, possibly be true, can it? Um, from what I saw when we were kicking things off, there weren't full there weren't like full podcasts dedicated to Weezer. There were like episodes of other podcasts. I see. So we were trailblazers. Fucking trailblazing. Blazing that trail. Yep. Making cocaine angels <laughs> in the California snow. Yep. Um, what are we talking about, Jen? Medicine for melancholy. Should we listen to some of this song? Yes, please. Um, so we're the original. <laughs> Dum dee 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 dum dee 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 dum dum 
Puzzles make me hurt. I we love have, it. We have opposite opinions on uh, that, Rivers. Uh, you love puzzles. I love puzzles. I went to my friend's house last week because she was building furniture, like assembling furniture, and yeah. that's like one big practical puzzle that you can use <laughs> afterwards. I mean, I've done puzzles with you. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to have a conversation before we started on the puzzle. Right. That, that my way is the right way. That's right. It is. Let me tell you this. Not worth fighting with her about it. Nope. Especially because, like, why would you? <laughs> no, there's no reason. Um, all of the melodies in this are good. Yeah. Like, I, I like them all. I like this dum dee 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 I like the Medicine for Melancholy. It's such a bright song. It really is. And doesn't... I, I like having the expectations of, like, a Weezer song taken away. Yeah. It um, feels like there's less pressure on this. Yeah. And I feel like maybe even Rivers is putting less pressure on it. I mean, other than the fact that he's putting it up to represent himself on Spotify. He's such a freak. He's a little bit of a freak. I feel like this could skew boring the way a lot of their recent songs have, uh-huh. but it doesn't. I think there's an, there are enough layers in it, and like it's a sort of complex enough track that it's it doesn't go in that boring direction. Yeah, well, and it's it's super repetitive, but like I don't know, I I haven't really dug into it enough to like dissect why it holds my attention the whole time. Yeah, but it seems it's almost like. I don't know. It's it, the repetition feels meaningful for some reason. Yeah. And I, it, they're not really like he's not adding like different layers of stuff over and over again. Maybe it's just that I like the hooks. Yeah. My life is better with you. You're my medicine for melancholy. Let me take you in. You're my medicine for Um, although Medicine for Melancholy is, is a movie. Oh, is it? Apparently. Um, I was going to say that it is totally from a spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, all these lyrics are, let's be honest. Yeah. I, I, we got that Friday feeling like these are all just, uh, they we were know how he writes. Some, yeah, we know. We know it now. <laughs> we have your secrets. The veil. <laughs> you told us your secrets. <laughs> That's right. It's just like Facebook. You just volunteered all that information. Yep. They didn't need to steal it from Privacy you. doesn't exist anymore. Nope. I love the strings. Yeah, they're nice. So that's it. That's a song that uh, will exist by itself forever. Mm -hmm. And that we will never get more pieces of. And it, it in its entirety redeems Rivers. Of all of the Alone albums. Wow. In his opinion. Oh, right. I was going to say, we sort of like some of the Alone albums. I love some things off of some of the Alone albums. That's right, because that first one has a ton of songs on the Black Hole on it. Yeah. And we love that really. Yeah. And even songs that weren't from Songs from the Black Hole, like Lover Lover in the Snow. Oh, Lover's in the Snow. I love that song. That's a good song. Yeah. Or Lemonade. Mm-hmm. I like Lemonade. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there's Chess, which has like the <laughs> dumbest lyrics ever. 
You like that one more than me. I do. I do like that one more than you. Do we have to go back and do this whole uh, <laughs> the whole podcast the whole again? podcast again? Yeah, probably. All right. Um, I wonder. That would be an interesting. It probably wouldn't be worthwhile for our listeners, but that would be an interesting experiment to do to see if throughout the process of uh, doing this podcast one time through our opinions change enough to make it interesting to do it a second time through, which we only have one episode that I know for sure (laughs) would be different. Oh, what is it? Ratitude? No, it's green. (laughs) Green would be different, but Ratitude, maybe we don't drink this time. I think we have to though. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I can listen to that whole record sober. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. We listen to that record sober and then do the rest of the podcast drunk. Or maybe we do we pair the rad the ratitude re-recording episode. I guess it's not re-recording. Right. Um we're not gonna reenact the exact <laughs> same thing. We'll type it all up. <laughs> Dr. Luke Kesher rapist all the time. But I was thinking though that we um we do the second round of ratitude the same time that we do the cocaine angel. Oh, okay. So that that's what it takes. It's going to take you, our listener, sending us enough. Can you imagine how angry we would get if we were like on a ton of coke doing ratitude? <laughs> it, would be, it would be bad. I bet it would make Hurley better, though. Co- you think cocaine is going to make Hurley better? Yeah. Hurley's got boring parts, though. Right, but cocaine makes everything interesting. I don't, do you think it can make... Uh, uh, I was going to say love is the answer, but is that even on that record? No, it's on Ratitude. Is it? Yeah. Remember, <sighs> Love is the Answer and Can't Stop Partying are on the same album. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why do we talk about this band that we dislike because so we much? Love because so, we love so... It's like them. the Weezer ratio. <laughs> it is the Weezer ratio. It's a real thing. Um, which I guess means that there's also like a, a fraction of the songs and albums that we hate as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I feel very passionately in both directions. Right. And sometimes... Just, which is what makes this interesting. Sorry, keep going. No, I was, but there are sometimes where there's like dispassionate boredom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I feel like the the range of of feelings that this band elicits is what makes us enjoy talking about it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So where does that leave us, Jen? At the end of this episode. Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that leaves us done. We're gonna play out with a little California snow. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to this episode of My, My Name, Name Is, is Weezer. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. And we're co-hosts of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and also not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. Join us for season one with guests like Ty Burrell, Nicole Byer, Betsy Sodaro, John Ross Bowie, and more. Available at Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.